The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, the King's Men, and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Do It Again. He wants to know exactly where he is. When a woman travels, she wants to know exactly what to wear. And here at 79 Wistful Vista, one studying a road map and the other cutting out a dress for a vacation wardrobe, each intent on his own business, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Now, see now, we proceed along Highway 99 for 122 miles. Then turn left at a red schoolhouse for a distance of... Five inches down to the hips. Then detour 20 miles because the regular road has... Six buttonholes. <laughs> now let me see. They start at the neckline and... Stop uh... at the Patty Cake Hotel in Niagara. <laughs> Where the manager will greet you... With a belt in the back. Huh? <laughs> oh, dear. McGee, I'm afraid this dress pattern is a little too complicated for me. I'd have to call the dressmaker after all. Hand me the phone. Okay, Ma. Here. <laughs> Thank you. Hello, operator. Give me Miss Amelia Featherstitch at Wistful Vista 687. What? Oh, is that you, Mert? <laughs> Heavenly day. <laughs> How's every little thing, Mert? It is, huh? What's that? Oh, not really. Oh, that's terrible, oh, Mert. Well, well, what is it, Molly? Quiet, McGee, huh? quiet. Tell me that again, Myrtle. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, dear, how perfectly awful. Oh, oh, come on, Molly, I always tell you. <laughs> what say, Myrtle? Yes, it simply ruins everything for me, Dad Rattus. <laughs> All my plans and work and all. Hey, Molly, for the love of Mike, what happened? Well, Mert says skirts are going to be two inches longer this year. Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it ain't as good as the stuff I do with Mert. <laughs> what, Myrtle? Oh, the dressmaker doesn't answer. Well, thank you anyway. Goodbye. 
Well, McGee, you're going to have to help me with this dress. Okay, thread me needle, and I'll show you how my famous speedboat stitch goes. Speedboat stitch? Yeah, 40 knots an hour. <laughs> oh, Don't you get it, Molly? Knots? You it said... ain't funny, McGee. <laughs> Helped a little bit. It's getting near the end of the season, and every laugh counts. <laughs> Besides, I don't want to help. Uh, I don't want you to help me sew. I want you to slip this dress on so I can see how I'm doing. Okay, just how am I doing, by the yeah. way? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what did you say? <laughs> me put that dress on? Yeah. Oh no, no, sir, not me. Why? What if somebody should come in? And I've been on this show too long to think they won't. <laughs> Now, listen, don't be silly. Take your vest off and slip this dress on. Oh, Molly, I don't want to slip into no dress. Gee, Willicker. McGee, <laughs> you owe me that much. Why do I? Well, now, who was it that ruined my dress form by shooting it full of arrows? <laughs> Tell me that. That was me in Gildersleeve. The chucks, it was the only thing we could find to shoot at. Two grown men shooting bows and arrows. For shame. Well, Gildersleeve had to do something with that bow and arrow. He bought it for his father for Father's Day, and his father couldn't use it. Why not? The instruction says to hold the bow in the left hand, the arrow in the right hand, and draw the feathered end back as far as the teeth. And he just couldn't do it. No... No strength? No teeth. (laughs) Now, see here, dearie, that's enough nonsense. Here, slip this on. Oh, no, I I don't want to... Ah, okay... But, but lock the door first and pull down the shade. I will not. Anybody think this was the first time you ever had a dress on? When did I ever? You remember that masquerade party you went to as Mary Pickford? <laughs> yeah, that was different. I was coy that night. <laughs> I was just Take wearing... off your vest. Oh, now, Molly. That's better. Now hold your arms oh, up. Okay. That's a nice boy. Fine job for a man. Put... McGee, stand still a minute. Oh, well... There. Oh, my, it looks lovely on you, dear. Shucks. <laughs> oh, my gosh, where can I hide? Where can I hide, Eve Molly? Oh, Quick, hush, hush, hush. Come in. It's the Bob Hope program. No, this is the Fibber McGee and Molly program. Oh, I saw you two girls through the window and thought it was Brenda and Cabina. I'm That's enough. I've had enough. Hey, Billy Mills. Yeah? What are you going to play while I take this dress off? Outside of that, I love you. Oh! One thing that's welcome any time is a new product or a new idea that will save work. That's just as true in a home as it is in an industry. Look how successful Johnson's self-polishing glow coat is. Because it saved housewives millions of hours of work in taking care of their floors. And just as much of a work saver for you men is Johnson's sensational new auto polish, Car New. Car New does two jobs at once. Both cleans and wax polishes your car in one easy operation. Formerly, to do these jobs cost real money or several hours of hard work. Now, with Johnson's Car New, many car owners tell us they do both jobs in an hour. 
Imagine cleaning and wax polishing your car in one hour. Oh, if your car is very dirty, it may take you a little more, but you'll still say Car New is a miracle worker. As a matter of fact, thousands of the country's leading service stations are now using Car New for polishing customers' cars. There's only one way to find out how easy Car New is to use. What a beautiful showroom shine it gives your car. Try it yourself. Get a can tomorrow from your regular wax dealer, auto supply store, or service station. Remember, your car looks like new when you use Car New. Buffalo. And... All right, McGee. Put the map down. Huh? I want you to try the dress on again. What? No, sir. Oh, come on. I ain't going to not again. Gee whiz, Molly, you want me to grow up to be a sissy? Well, it'd be nice if you just grew up. <laughs> don't be so... Oh, don't... Come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, little girl. What you doing? Well, I was just about to put on my dress... Er, uh, oh, <laughs> nothing. Why? Well... George DeCopolis and Willie Toops and I are getting up a game of run, keep run, and we need a fourth. You want to play here? <laughs> no, I don't think so. What made you think of me? Oh, I don't know, mister. We just tried to think of somebody we knew who looked kind of sheepish, I guess. <laughs> well, gee, thanks, sis. You mean I'm sort of gentle and kind and useful? <laughs> no. You're kind of dumb and frisky and always need a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I get it. Now, suppose you go play your mutton, mutton, who's got the mutton someplace else. <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> I says go someplace. Now, look, sis, let's not quarrel. After all, we're going on a vacation next week, and I don't want to have any hard feelings. Okay, mister. Okay. Okay. Let's bury the machine gun, huh? <laughs> you mean bury the hatchet. Oh, I know, but hats, it always sounds so corny somehow. Oh, no, it don't. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, no, it don't. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, no, it don't. Oh, say, mister. Huh? I got a phonograph in my bedroom. And you know what? No, what? My mama bought a recording of one of your broadcasts, and she plays it for me sometimes, I bet. Oh, she does, eh? When you've been a good girl? No. When I've been bad. Huh? Mm-hmm. Boy, does that keep me in line. I just can't take it. Go on. If all the fresh kids like her were placed end-to-end, what I couldn't do with a hairbrush. Come on, McGee. Slip the dress on again. Oh, Molly, I don't want to put that... Think of my dignity. Think of my pride. Think of the three bucks I'm saving on a dressmaker. Huh? Oh, well, there's that too, I guess. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Slip the garment to me, varmint. <laughs> Take that cigar out of your mouth first. Okay. Hold your arms way up now. Okay. Up higher. Stop wiggling. Huh? Thought you had to wiggle putting on a dress. You always do. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind what I always do. There, now don't sit down for a few minutes. I don't want it all split out in the hip. 
Why, Mrs. McGee, are you insinuating that I'm broader across the pistol pockets than you are? Well, I not only think that, but... Oh, here comes somebody again. I'll run upstairs. Oh, stop fussing. Just turn around and face the wall. Come in. Hello there, daughter. Hello, Johnny. Oh, excuse me, ma'am. Where's Johnny, daughter? Why, he, uh... Oh, never mind, Molly. I'll come out. As long as it's just him. Well, here I am, old-timer. You want to make something out of it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you do kind of look like a one-man revolt against Father's Day, Johnny. <laughs> well, don't get the idea that he's enjoying wearing that dress, Mr. Old-timer. No, I ain't exactly what you might call slip-happy. <laughs> Cut sort of a guy if I had a razor handy. Stop waving your arms around in my new dress. Well, and stand the... still whilst I do a little basting. Basting? Oh, no, you don't. You ain't going to pour no gravy over me. <laughs> Why, uh, basting is temporary stitches. Huh? Now, let me well, see. Hello here. there, Molly. Hello, Fitz. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello, Mr. Wilcox. Turn around, McGee. It's Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Harlow. <laughs> well, well, hello, Fibber. I didn't recognize... <laughs> oh, come on, come on, say it. <laughs> well, I I, uh, I just wanted to tell you, if you're taking that motor tour this summer... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you mustn't forget to take along some Johnson's car you. <laughs> well, thank you for reminding us, Mr. Wilcox. We'll do that. <laughs> I hope so, because, as you know, car new will protect the finish from all road dust and rain and scratches. And Fibber can make the whole car shine like new with just a few minutes' work before you leave your hotel morning. <laughs> of course, all you have to do is apply it. <laughs> Let it dry and wipe it off. <laughs> oh, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> and there's your car gleaming like a car. Well, as I always say, Johnson's car new is as sensational for cars <laughs> as Johnson's glow coat is for Fibbers and linoleum. <laughs> oh, boy, Fibber, do you look funny. <laughs> That absolutely doesn't. Take this dress off of me, Molly. Take it oh, off. Oh, now, take it easy, dearie. It oh. won't be long now. And besides, there isn't much likelihood of anybody else coming in to embarrass you because... Hey, take it off. Anybody at home uh -huh. there? You. Oh, it's Mrs. Uppington, Molly. 
Just if she sees me in this... Take set... it easy, McGee. She wouldn't talk. Oh, no. She's about as close-mouthed as a steam shovel. <laughs> and she digs up more dirt, too. <laughs> Now, calm yourself, dearie. Be nice to her because I want her advice on this dress. Huh? I won't take it, but I want to hear it. Come in. Oh, how do you do, my dear? And Mr. McGee. Oh, it is Mr. McGee, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> yes, the dear boy is helping me with my new dress. Oh, a model husband. Or is he just being a silly girl? How do you like the dress, Mrs. Uppington? Oh, May, it's so charming, so flattering, so chic. So what? And those puff sleeves are lovely, my dear. Oh, but here, let me set them in a little closer. Uh, have you some pins? Uh, yes, here. Oh, thank you. You see, the real leg of mutton shoes. What do you know are... about it, Uppy? You do so much more hawing than you do hemming. Ouch! <laughs> now, look out for your sticking them pins. Oh. oh, excuse me. There, now, you see, Mr. McGee? Yes, that does look better, doesn't it? Turn around, dearie, slowly. Now, look here, you two. I positively refuse to stand here much longer. Are you just trying to make me look foolish? Why, Mr. McGee, how can you say such a thing? Well... Make you look foolish? Yeah. <laughs> really, what a superfluous gesture. <laughs> <laughs> now, Mrs. McGee, I think the sides here are small gore right here. Careful, Uppy, you gored me enough. Ow! Hey, now, cut that out, Uppy. You jagged me again. Oh, really? So sorry. Ooh. I think I see what you mean, Mrs. Uppington. Now, how about the skirt? Oh, he'll be all right for a minute or two, won't you, Mr. McGee? Yeah. Hey, what do you mean? You calling me a skirt? Skirt? Ouch! Now, look here, Uppy. I don't mind you're making a stab at helping Molly, but stab the dress, not me. You think I'm full of sawdust? Yes, you little darling. Oh. <laughs> now, keep quiet for just another minute. Well. How's the length of the skirt, Abigail? Well, personally, my dear, I'd like to see it a bit shorter, like this. Oh, another pin, please. I should say about up to here. Oh! <laughs> Uppy, one more jab like that, and I'm... Of course, it's difficult to estimate the length of the skirt, Mrs. McGee. Those trouser legs of Mr. McGee's are a bit distracting, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Trousers have always been kind of distracting to you, ain't they, Uppy? Ah, McGee. <laughs> Is that any way to talk to a lady now? Oh, never mind, Mrs. McGee. Good day, my dear. And uh, Mr. McGee. Yeah. I would suggest that you take that dress off before you stretch it too much. What do you mean? They're not wearing bustles this season. Good day. Take <laughs> this thing off, Molly. I'm going down to the pool room where men are men and a guy can strike a match on his pants. You get a dressmaker someplace. But my dressmaker doesn't answer the phone. Well, get another one. Ask somebody. Look in the classified. Look in the want ad. That's a good idea. Run out on the porch and get the paper, will you, dearie? In this Deanna Durbin outfit? Oh, no, sir. You go out and get the paper. Don't be silly. Here, put on my hat with the veil and nobody will know it. Oh. <laughs> I've got to go upstairs and find another symbol to finish this dress. Dead, ratted, dead. Oh, where'd that kid throw that paper? He ought to carry a little shovel with him and bury the paper under a rose bush. Where no? <laughs> oh, here it is. Thank goodness nobody saw me. Oh, Dad, rat that door. Shut. Oh, it's locked. If this ain't the worst. Hey, Molly, let me in. I ain't got no key, and even if I did, I couldn't get at it. Hey, Molly. Oh, shut. First I get wangled into putting on a dress, and then I get razzed by all my friends, and now I get locked out. <laughs> Oh, Mrs. Roosevelt, if this is your day, you're welcome to it. The King's Men singing Ezekiel's Saw the Wheel. Ezekiel's 
You are pretty under that veil. Oh, sure. <laughs> why, why, you can't spend the afternoon beating on people's front doors. 
Uh, let's walk down to the drugstore and get a soda, eh? <laughs> Why, uh, we might uh, we might even get to be very good friends. Oh, really, I couldn't. My, my husband, you know, he's very jealous. Uh? <laughs> the last man I heard of was found floating down the river. <laughs> what? He, he was? Yeah. And I was with him. He had a lovely little canoe. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that was very good, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what was your name again? Uh, don't tell me now. Uh, let me guess. Uh, Gertrude? No. No. Uh, Lorraine? No. Uh, Beatrice? No. Well, it must be Daisy because you won't tell. <laughs> <laughs> For goodness sakes, McGee. Oh, hello, Mr. Gilbert. Hello, Mrs. McGee. I, uh, I, I'm just talking to your charming little visitor here. Uh, now tell me. To paraphrase an old joke, who is this lady you see me with tonight? <laughs> that's no lady, that's me husband. <laughs> McGee? Crazy, eh? Boy, wait till your wife hears about this Gildersleeve. <laughs> or do you want to pay me so much a month to keep quiet? <laughs> You're a hard man, McGee. <laughs> if you ever tell my wife... Oh, go on. I knew it was you all the time. <laughs> you never know such a thing. I did, too. <laughs> hey, Molly, you know what Gildersleeve Now, look, McGee, me? we've no time to talk. Huh? I got a dressmaker on the telephone, and she says to come right over. She can't get away to come here. Okay, wait till I run in and get out of this dress. No, no, no. There's no time for that. What? There'll be a cab here in a minute. I've got that dress basted up just where I want. Molly, I can't parade around town in this thing. Oh, boy, this is rich. Huh? Wait till I tell the boys down at the Elks. This will be something for them to get their teeth into. <laughs> Come on, McGee. Here's our taxi cab. Molly, I can't go in oh, the taxi cab. Oh, you've got to. Here, let me take your arm so you won't trip and tear my dress. Oh, I have two, ladies. Oh, I forgot the street number, dearie, but it's right next door to the hospital. To the Wistful Vista Hospital, driver, and hurry. Hospital. Uh, just a minute, driver. Yeah? Uh, you better drive fast. That lady with the veil is, uh, well, you know. <laughs> oh, I get you, buddy. I'm a family man myself, and I know an emergency when I see it. Yes, I thought you would. <laughs> Driving awfully fast, dearie. I'll say he is. We just went through a stoplight. I better tell him to slow down. Oh, driver. Driver. Hold everything, lady. I'll get you there in time. I've got five myself. <laughs> hey, Molly. This dress is still full of pins, you know what? I can't see. Ouch! Oh, Dad Radis. I wouldn't go through this again for anything in the world. <laughs> I know just how you feel, lady. That's what my wife says every time. Liver and Molly will be back in just a moment. When you left your kitchen a little while ago, did you happen to notice your linoleum floors? Were they something to be proud of or ashamed of? Are the colors still fresh and bright, or are they faded and gloomy? Is the floor sparkling and gleaming, so you're happy to work there? Or is it the kind of floor that never seems to get clean? Those of you who already use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat 
know how easy it is to have beautiful kitchen floors with practically no work. Those of you who don't know Glow Coat, order a can tomorrow. Pour it onto your floors, spread it around, and let it dry. That's all there is to it. There's no rubbing or buffing with Glow Coat. In 20 minutes, it dries to a beautiful, hard, long-lasting polish that brings out the colors of your linoleum, saves you cleaning work, and makes the linoleum itself last practically forever. You really couldn't ask more than that from any polish, could you? Remember the name? Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat. It's spelled G-L-O hyphen C-O-A-T. Hey, Molly, you, you want to run downtown with me? Where are you going, dearie? I got to go to a music store and get a piece of music and then come home and start practicing. What music? Well, it's a request number. Next week being our last show for the summer, people have been writing in from all over the country saying they could hardly wait to hear my swan song. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. Speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, inviting you all to join us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.